On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Chicago Bulls, and it did not look pretty, but we will explain why. And Jason Kidd says Luka Doncic is average tonight, but he meant it, in, I think, in a good way, because Luka can't be superhuman every night. We'll talk about that and explain why on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. What Alex Caruso is. How many how many points tonight? He has 16 points! He has 16 points! And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com. The down dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? The Dallas Mavericks are seven and four, one of the best teams in the Western Conference. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now, in in all seriousness, this was a defining game. I think for me, um, I think a lot of fans were already there in the fact of or in the camp of, hey, this Mavericks team. I don't know if we're very good at all. Um, you know, all of that. I I didn't think we were in the top, you know, tier, but I thought we were right underneath that. Um, and just like still tinkering, figuring some things out. I don't think we're in that tier. I think we're middle of the pack in the West and we still had a lot of things to figure out. And there's not a lot that you can be positive about right now with this team outside of Jalen Brunson. There's a lot to figure out and we'll talk about most of it on today because this was a defining game for the Mavericks against the Bulls. So we'll explain all that. This episode of Lockdown Mavs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving the community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. Reminder, Lockdown Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Subscribe and get us to 9,000 so we we can, you know, love you 9,000 or over 9,000 or whatever that is. All right. All right, Isaac. So the Mavericks lose. After the game, Jason Kidd says that Luka Doncic was average. And I think this is where we start because J- Luka Doncic makes this this thing go. Jason Kidd sets up all the pieces. Luka Doncic knocks them all down, right? Like this is how this, is how this team was built. This is how this team is. Luka Doncic finished this game with 20 points, 8 boards, 10 assists, Four steals, only four turnovers. He also had a block. Uh, and Jason Kidd called him average. Was he right to do that? Yeah, he was. He he, he was. I mean, he was. He shot 16% from, from three. He shot 33% from the floor. I still don't think he's moving really well on, on the floor. And he meant it in a, in, a, in a good way, though, of saying, hey, he was average, but we can't expect him you know, to be superhuman every night. And he said, and on the end of that quote, he also said his average is really good. So <laughs> it, it's a, it wasn't a, when I heard that, it wasn't all oh, he's making a knock at Luca and that he's being honest because Luca isn't playing at the level that Luca can play at. And when we look at this Mavericks team and they're seven and four, like we've said, none of us are happy watching this team. Like they're not one of the best teams in the Western Conference, all of that. 
I know it, the the trendy fun thing to do is like to pick a role player on the Mavericks and be like that player shouldn't you know see the floor or that player should be replaced by this player and it's like and I, and some of them shouldn't see the floor anymore. We will get into those for <laughs> sure. Like okay. those can be true, but it's not the only thing. It yes, there's literally one <laughs> player that I that I say that about right now, but. Like I, I get the whole like oh Dorian struggling. I even Dwight Powell, like some of these guys, like I get all of that. But the like those are not the main reasons the Mavericks are like right now. Like one of the main reasons why is Luca has not played at the level that Luca is used to be used to playing at. We're eleven games in. Luca is not playing at the MVP type of level that they have to have him to play at. And Kristaps Porzingis just isn't the second star right now. So like it starts with the top two guys on your roster. That's where it is. And neither one of those guys are playing up to the potential that either one of them can play at. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely true. Luca, like I mentioned all the counting stats that were positive in Luca's favor, but you look at the shooting splits, <laughs> the shooting splits, and then the plus minus where, which is the minutes that Luca was on the floor. The Mavericks were outscored by 20 points, right? That's very telling. It was like, 18 points in the first half. I mean, it was just, it's a very weird thing right now, but the Mavericks are not good when Luka's on the floor, whether it's the lineup around him, but he is also not outperforming so incredibly like he has been the last couple of years to where he he takes over for everybody else. And if other guys are underperforming around him, then he just, he he's able to fill in. But Luka was six of 18 from the floor shooting. He was one of six from three. Uh, he did hit seven of his 10 free throws, but and that was the free throws were the only thing keeping the Mavericks in this game early. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But what, Luca was average, and Jason Kidd meant that Luca was average for him, right? Not like an average NBA player, yes. but he meant he was average for him. And I'd have to agree. And it's one of the reasons why the Mavericks are have been you know not great on offense so far this year. Yeah, well, you look at his averages. I mean, last year he averaged twenty seven points, eight assists, eight rebounds, thirty five percent from three, forty eight percent from the field. You look at what he's at, you know going into tonight which tonight didn't help these averages but going into tonight's game he was at 20 you know 24 points a game six assists a couple assists down eight eight boards a game said the same 29 percent from three which that went down after tonight 44 percent from the field that went down tonight so you know he's just not and he i mean he's the first person to tell you this it's not like we're going against the grain here like luca and i get it you know i saw some tweets even before the post game presser and for you know post game quotes from the players of all oh, lucas is going to take the blame okay well like luca knows it like i mean luca said after the game he even alluded to him saying hey like you know i I got to do more than just saying this. Like I, I got to actually do something different. I got to play, you know, I got to play better. It's not just me talking this after the game. So he knows it. The Mavericks know, like we, we all know it, that he, he has to play better, but he also, it's, you also mentioned this on yesterday's pod. You brought up the, you know, the on off, you know, numbers for Luca and you tossed it out to me. And I, my, my response to that was that just shows me that the Mavericks haven't found the right combination of players around Luca. And I think that has a lot to do with it whenever you look at these numbers, the on off stuff of like who he's playing with. Absolutely. There's, there's two things that play. I mean, there's multiple things at play. We mentioned that this game kind of showed all the things that are wrong with the Mavericks, but Luca's not playing well. And the team, the, the roster around him or the, the lineups around him right now have not been good either. Right. There's both things can be true and both things have been true. And that's why this, the Mavericks start out of the gate so bad. That's why that they, uh, they came out of this. They came out of this game, and they were down 17 to 11. Brunson checks in, and Luca checks out. The Mavericks were were down 19 to 25. They were down by six, and 
and then all of a sudden, you know, the Mavs take the lead with the second unit. The second unit has really handled things for the Mavericks, and they just were not able to handle it enough for this for this game because the Bulls' offense was just so great in this game, and the Mavs' defense just was not there. Couldn't stop them from three at all this game. There's a lot of different factors why they lost this game, but it all starts with, with Luka uh, and stop, starts with, with Luka not being that great. Now, I'll take up for Luka in one thing. He probably should have had 15, 17 assists. <laughs> like, yeah. guys are still missing a ton of open shots, too. Uh, the Mavericks shot 36% from three total, but Dorian was one of five. Uh, Bullock was was over four, and I think all of those shots were wide open. <laughs> like I think yeah. every single one of those nine threes those two guys took were all wide open. They missed them all. Uh, Luca was one of six as well. And if those guys are going to shoot two of fifteen combined from three, you're not going to win many games because the Mavericks' offense relies on those guys hitting those open threes because they're going to get those open threes, and they did, and they missed those shots. So, like. We blame Luca for sure, and Luca did not play well. He was average and all that. But those guys also, if they hit those threes, this is a different game, and maybe the Mavs overcome some of those other problems. Yeah, well, I mean, they're still trying to figure themselves out offensively. I mean, they only attempted 33 threes in this game. Like, that's not a ton, especially in today's game. Like, they only had one, you know, the sh- three-point attempts off the bench tonight, three. Three three-point attempts off. Well, actually, you count Reggie no, Bullock, Bullock in that. Yeah. yeah, you count Reggie Bullock in that. Seven. They only had one made three off the bench tonight, and that was the pull-up three by Sterling Brown that was just trying to get the two-for-one, and it is actually one of those, hey, bad shots, but, you know, they go in. Cool. And But it's like you, you have to have more than that, but it, it's the whole, all right, if you're not going to shoot a ton of threes and you're not going to hover around that 45 to 53 point attempts, you know, per game mark, then you have to be really taking advantage down low. And we didn't see that either. And we're not getting that from KP and, you know, even Luca, there was a couple questions after the game tonight, maybe even the kid. Uh, I know Luca was asked about it too of, Hey, like how can, you know, basically when, when, how can you be more effective in, in the post whenever the outside shot's not falling? So I think it was Luke, uh, ask you, yeah, say right? ask you, yep. ask you yep. from Mavs Moneyball who, who asked that question. It was a good question. So, um, yeah, I mean, they, they have to find one, right? Like if you're not shooting all the threes and you're not really scoring down low, then what's the answer of this? Yeah, we'll talk about some of those things. We'll talk about how the Mavericks are struggling, and uh, you'll know, get into more of that coming up. By the way, we're dealing with a storm here in Dallas, so if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, dang, this sucks today. Well, it's because our connection is not super great right now. We're dealing with it. We're trying to make it the best show we can, but we'll talk more about the Mavericks coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. College basketball is out, and there's a ton of props, tons of lines, all kinds of things you can get on betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. You can down, you can deposit 100 bucks, and you'll get 50 bucks extra that you can just play with, and you can put down some money. You can put down some money on college basketball, NBA. You can put down some money on some of the games coming up. If you're looking at Christmas Day games, they still got some. Mavs still five and a half point underdog against the Jazz. Uh, I don't know if that line will, that line will probably go up a little bit, so maybe this is the time to pick <laughs> Jazz uh, five and a half points. Maybe that's maybe this is the time to get into it. If you're feeling real down and bad on the Mavs, you might Wait, as well make is? some money off of it. The Jazz are only a five and a half point favorite against the Mavs right now on Christmas Day. Oh. So if you're feeling down bad about the maps, maybe make some money off of it. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on. Get a 50% welcome bonus. Promo code locked on. 
All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into some more about this game. Again, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Chicago Bulls. 117 to 107. 10-point loss. But it felt worse than that. I mean, the second half, the Mavericks were able in, in garbage time a little bit. Luca, I think, I think Luca padded stats a little bit at the end there, getting some buckets. Uh, it was a lot worse going into like the end of that fourth quarter uh, where the Mavericks were down by like 20 at one point. But uh, we talked about how this team is not, they're not taking a ton of threes. They're not really taking a ton at the rim. They're getting a lot of mid-range stuff. And it's and that nobody not not a lot of players on this team are successful in the mid range as of right now, and it feels like this team is it doesn't have an identity offensively right now. It doesn't feel like they have one at all. And you can point to all the things before. Okay, missing threes. Okay, Luca's not been great. Okay, you know Porzingis is not able to get his own shot right now. There's, there's tons of things you can point to, but it also does feel a little bit like design that the Mavericks aren't able, aren't aren't going the same direction the Mavericks have uh their offense is just not cohesive right now there's lots of just different factors but it doesn't feel like this team is is going in a direction as of right now yeah it feels like um you know it's like the little uh the the kid toy you know when you have the the box with the different shapes and you have the blocks that are with each shape and it feels like you have a roster or you have a team that is like the circle and you're trying and it's like my son is trying to cram that circle into the triangle um, spot of the block. It just feels like they're trying to force an offensive system with a team. You know, we laugh about Balvar Garris's tweets sometimes during the game because it's almost sometimes like he like hate watches the Mavs. So, uh, you know, I think uh, you look up the stats on it, a little bit more uh, tweets from Bob during Mavs losses than wins. <laughs> Do but- we have any stats on that? <laughs> Uh, but he he actually made a few uh, a few points tonight that's like it's important to remember when everybody's like throwing a fit about the roster and the talent on the roster which I agree it needs some upgrading yep but he made a point he's like oh you he he quote tweeted someone and said oh you mean the same roster who set the you know the record for the most efficient offense two seasons ago almost all the same guys on the team but the point is he was making is like man the the shot selection the, the shot I forgot the exact word he used that on so that shot profile is what he called it shot profile and it, it's much different with with this system and they still haven't figured out spacing I mean how many times tonight they're that Luca would try to drive and you know it's like a halfway fast break and then KP's like going to the basket and it's like what's going on or you know, there was a fast break in which Luca stole it from uh, Vucevic. Vucevic, we'll talk about Vucevic in a little bit, but Vucevic tried to post Luca. Luca reaches around, steals it, takes off on the fast break. And instead of like stuff that I feel like we talk about all the time from a young age, especially now, is go to the corners. Like whoever's oh, whoever yeah. <laughs> doesn't have the ball, go to the corners. And Dorian just ran straight down the like the court, like right in front of Luca, just straight down. And it's like, and then it was just like clogged up. Luca ends up getting fouled, and, and it's just but it. That's the type of stuff. It feels like they're just they they don't really know. They're either confused on spacing stuff and where to go and what they're running, and it's just they're still they're still tinkering with everything. And I hope positive hat on right now. I hope <laughs> it's just tinkering and confusion. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that in game 62 we're not seeing the same exact stuff <laughs> happening. Okay, well, let me go. Let me go. Negative hat off, right? Like, or I took my positive hat off, and I'm just gonna <laughs> take it off. This team doesn't seem well coached to me right now. It doesn't. Well, that, all the stuff about you know, it doesn't seem like they have a direction. Doesn't seem like guys know where they're supposed to be. It doesn't seem like they're they're being well coached right now. Uh, that there's uh, there's a lot of vision there for this offense, and that's that's the question I have now. We're 11 games in. 
And I still am not sure. And I think that's sort of what Bob Balgaris was trying to get to in some of those tweets tonight, talking about shot profile and where the shots are coming from and how it was designed and all that. It's That's all coaching, right? It has to be. It's it's not just Jason Kidd. It's the rest of the coaching staff. It's Igor and all of them. Like, it's it's everybody on the coaching staff so far. Uh, it's it's rotations. It's offensive scheme. It's all, like, all that has been pretty bad so far. The Mavericks offense, 106.3 points per 100 possessions. Last year, and the year before, last year and the year before that, with what everyone has said, and I agree, is the exact same roster, basically the exact same roster, 10 points per 100 possessions worse <laughs> than uh, than they were the last two years on average combined. So it, it just seems like they've, they've taken a dip here. And they have not sacrificed, let's say, like, oh, they're they're not taking as many threes. They're doing something else well. They're not doing something else well either. And it doesn't seem like they're trying to trying to force something else either. It's not like they're like, all right, we're going to try post-ups. Okay, we're going to try this. We're going to try a whole bunch of, like, sets where we're running a bunch of plays. It doesn't seem like they're trying any of that. And I'm just not sure exactly what else they're trying to do. Uh, and so they just really, they've really attempted to do what the Mavericks have attempted to do in the past badly. <laughs> and the opposing team just have... I mean, they have zero respect for for Kristaps Porzingis, like zero. I mean, None, yeah. The Chicago Bulls tonight in the second half, even into the fourth quarter, was running Elise Johnson out as the center. They started off the game, you know, like with Javon Javante Green, you know, guarding, you know, guarding KP, and then they take him out, and it's Tony Bradley guarding KP. Fourth quarter, Please, like I said. Yeah. Elise Johnson, six eight. He's not like a he's not like a backup center, but he was their backup center in this game. And it's because you know they don't have like how many inches does KP have on him? Seven inches, eight inches. But like I don't even want to go down that whole conversation again because one, KP had a good statistical night tonight. Two, we've had this conversation so many times before that teams are going against Dallas, they're going against Christos Porzingis, and they're saying we don't care. Like, we don't care. We will put a Derek Jones, Derek Jones Jr. on you. We'll put an Elise Johnson on you at 6'7". We will put a Josh Hart on you like New Orleans did. Like, yeah. a lot of these teams are just saying, I don't care because they're just daring Dallas and Porzingis to try to take, I'm doing air quotes right now, even if you can see it through the storm, of the, hey, the mismatch that you might have. And it it's it's so, it's really, really frustrating. I'm trying to be nice and positive right now yeah like, like right now kp can finish stuff he can finish plays he can if he's if he's spot up somewhere he can finish something he can finish you know an alley-oop he can hit a he can hit a you know catch and shoot shot but he is not creating his own shot in any way and when your second best player cannot create his own shot in any way that's a big problem right that's that's why there's so many people asking for a secondary creator and all that why they ex, you know the explosion of brunson this season has been so big yeah uh, and, and he, so, he can't you know, get position like that's one of the biggest things with him is yeah he can't get position, and even when he does have like a halfway, pos- you know, position, he does a fadeaway at seven three, and it's like, all right, just go up. Now, I do want to praise him for a second too. Like he was nine of sixteen tonight, fifty six percent from the field. He, he was two of three from his threes. He had well, twenty two points. Finishing stuff, right? Like he's, yeah, he's just I mean, he he's finishing boards. plays. It's all like the, that stuff's positive. It's just when you when Luca is not shooting well and he's not creating his own offense when when KP can't function in the offense as somebody that is like an island almost and can create his own shot then you know there's no one else to help him finish <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. he has to be set up for so many things then and the Mavericks offense isn't setting things up right now so uh yeah so that's why he's ineffective right now which is even though he's putting up good stats i don't know <laughs> yeah and yeah i don't really have too much more to add i'm pre- i mean he's healthy he's playing at least that's a positive on that. 
and you know he it's, had. I thought his defense was pretty was pretty fine tonight. There's some there's some moments where I'm like he's he's playing some pretty good defense. That um, post up on, or when Vooch post him up, you talking about that yeah, play? That, or? No, that was not good. No, there was definitely okay. some moments when he didn't. But I thought I thought there was moments when he did play. I mean, defense. they started the game tonight, and this is just a testament to the front line how teams respect Dallas's front line too. Of saying, all right, Vooch, hey, go to work, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had, what, seven points in the first, like, six or seven minutes, four boards. Um, I mean, yeah, he only finished tonight with, what, 18 or something. But it felt like Vooch could just get whatever he wanted tonight. Yeah, all right, coming up, let's get into more. We'll talk about some positive things. There are some good things. The Mavericks, you know, had some good moments in this game. Tim so we'll Hardaway. Try let's end on that. Yeah, let's end on some good moments right there the Mavericks had. Willie. We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about the one player that should not play anymore for the Mavericks. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Serving the community proudly since 1965. Long time. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where you can go and hang out. It's a place where you can get, you know, Wi-Fi that you know is dependable. Maybe we should have done our show from a McDonald's because uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi may be better than what you're seeing right now on YouTube because of this storm. Uh, we could have got fries. We could have got McFlurries. All that kind of stuff you can get at McDonald's. Go check it out. After a game, after... You're uh, hanging out with people. You can go to McDonald's. You always know it's dependable. There's one all over the place. Search where, where you can find a McDonald's and head there. McDonald's, we are loving it. All right, Zakaris. So we've talked about some a lot of negatives. We talked about some of the, pr the problems with this team. We've broken it all down. There's one more thing I want to go in the negative route. Willie Colley-Stein should not play again. He, is, he did not show up this season so far. And I've, I've been... It just seems like he's elsewhere. Maybe he became a new dad, and maybe he's distracted by that. Can totally understand that, right? Like, I don't. I don't want to draw that comparison. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. I. Uh, but he's he's, just, he's, he's really he's, struggling though. He's really struggling, and it just doesn't look from all the ways we've talked about the Mavericks being aimless and not knowing where they are. I feel like Willie has been one of those, and so I think it's time for Moses Brown. And I think we've said this before, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready for I'm ready for that change to happen because at least Moses Brown will be will will run fast he'll try hard he'll go for boards he'll go for blocks like he'll he'll defend hard and you know he'll work his ass off so i'm i'm ready for that yeah i, I mean i feel like we've said this over the past week or so it became like the moses brown stuff by some fans became like josh green last year of anytime the mavericks lost why is it moses brown playing yeah, he's it's like, like the answer yeah like moses was you know Lou Alcindor at you know UCLA or something like it. It, it he's not that. So he is the, like every fifteen games, right? He'll get twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but and and I kind of like was making a joke about my guys like Moses Brown. Like the he, it's not like Moses is gonna you know win you the title. Like I love Moses, wishing the best in that. But we've reached the point now that what the minutes that you are giving Willie, there's no reason Moses shouldn't get those. Like it's just five minutes. Like you, you can you can throw Moses out there for five minutes. Heck, if they just said like tomorrow, Willie's not going to play, and we'll, we'll at least just put Boban in there. Like, but I at least want to see like for five minutes that you're giving Willie a game, six minutes. Let's just see Moses mainly because it can't be any worse than what we're watching. Like it's just not. Yeah, Willie's just really struggling right now, and in every facet of the game. <laughs> I was also confused why Frank Nelikina didn't get more time. I thought he had a good first run in the first half, and then we just didn't see him like again until garbage time at all. I mean, Sterling Brown got run, and I thought he had played. A, uh, I thought he played a good game. I mean, he played 16 minutes in this game, 
And what he had, you know, hit a three in this game, hit the, you know, the pull up thing. He guarded DeRozan a little bit. You know, DeRozan didn't have a very good game tonight. Seven of 20, 0 of three from three. Um, I thought Sterling Brown played decent off the bench, honestly. Yeah, yeah, both of those guys, Sterling and T- and Frank Nelikina. But the Mavericks had that really good stretch in the end of the first quarter, in the beginning of the second quarter, where they actually took the lead and they were looking really good. That's kind of the only t- only time the Mavericks looked good this this whole game, basically, uh, was yeah. that run. Both those guys were in there for that. And, and Reggie's so, just got to hit his shots too. I mean, that that's it. I he, mean, he had some open shots. Oof. Uh, yeah, that was bad. And. We also, I think, should should mention Luca defensively was not great in this game either. Lonzo hit seven threes. <clears throat> um, let's let's talk about the Bulls. Let's end this on talking about the Bulls. Okay, so, th- th- that was all the positives. We we said a no, couple of good. I don't have t- anything else. What Tim Hardaway Jr. has still been has okay, been was yeah, the I only guy hitting that, yeah. his shots. Five of nine from three. Twenty one points for him. He the Mavericks I guess wasted a Tim Hardaway a good Tim Hardaway Jr. game because usually when he shoots well the Mavericks always win but. Uh, yeah, he was good in this game. Good on, you know, yeah, good on on offense. Hit five threes in this game. Um, Tim does struggle on the perimeter guarding people, but good offensive game from him tonight. Let's you look at Chicago, the Caruso signing. Did you know that the Lakers lowballed him? I didn't know if you knew that or <laughs> I not. Didn't know that. I, was, I was very well aware. <laughs> um, I know the Levine DeRozan has been fun with Mavs fans, like all oh, fit and all that. Lonzo is the guy like if you put Lonzo on this Mavericks team. Okay. I got a text tonight and I got a text tonight for somebody who said, Hey, if you, if you could add any player in the league making under $30 million a year to this Mavericks team, who would it be? And when still you look at rookie deal, <laughs> still a rookie deal, but I mean the cutoff, I mean the top one I thought of, I was like, all right, Jalen Brown, I would add him to this team. Zion. Um, no, I would not add Zion to this. John Morant, <laughs> not over. Uh, do like John Morant, but like you look, <laughs> just go to hoops hype and look at players making under thirty. You know, it's Jalen Brown for me. It's Bam. I like both those guys. I'm just trying to say. I'm just trying to tell you right now. If we're making that list, Lonzo is pretty high up that list. Like Lonzo is definitely top ten on that list of players making under thirty that I would like on this team. I mean. He would solve your defense thing next to Luca. He would be another ball handler next to Luca. He can shoot it really well. Hats off to that guy, man. Like I am so becoming a better shooter. Yes. His shot looks so much better. What about Luca's praise to him after the game? I mean, you don't see a really expanded answer from Luca. And Luca was asked about Lonzo from, uh, from Dwayne and, he said, he's like, Hey, uh, Luca. I mean, he said, he said, Lonzo, uh, I think he heard, you know, in his first few years, he heard the hate, you know, he got from, uh, on about his shot and he used that to get better. And I just, man, I love Lonzo's game and I'm not gonna lie. I just watched the bulls. I'm like, I'm super jealous. I wish he was on the Mavericks. I feel like there's an, uh, another multiverse where the Mavericks didn't go Tim Hardaway or Tim Hardaway Jr. And Reggie Bullock in free agency. And they went Lonzo and Caruso and it's a completely different team. Oh my gosh. That would be. That's a what if that's a that's what well I mean yeah we don't even know Dallas's interest in Lonzo uh, I got you know tweeted at me tonight I have fun with it but he said you know we we could have gotten Lonzo and I was like dang really we could have I didn't know that <laughs> and you know and so but it, it's we don't even know if there's any interest it feels like we we heard Lonzo Chicago rumors for I don't know when we since we've been in high school or something but yeah I mean they. They're getting like they they could be getting fined for how quickly they signed him, right? Yeah. 
but but hats off to them though like their whole like i mean lonzo caruso signings you know how much i love io like he was my shot in the dark guy in the draft towards the end of the first i thought he gave him some decent minutes he was minus 15 tonight but he's been playing good for them this season they're they're a fun team and in the words of tim hardaway the bulls are back the bulls are back yeah they make that trade for vooch last year like this this team like is a bizarro like mavs team almost because like what if the what if the vooch thing what if the Porzingis thing worked like the Vooch thing is working now for the Bulls? And mm-hmm. then that's your basis of like Levine and Vooch and then Luca and Porzingis. And then you're like, okay, then we actually get free agents and, you know, and all that. Uh, it just happened to work out for the Bulls where they were able to get guys. Yeah, then, for sure. Because they're a big market. We don't think about the Chicago is a big market, but it's the third biggest market out there. Big market. I mean, you look at, I'm not even going to attempt to say their um, GM's last name. But, I mean, when you look at the roster, when he took over that team, I'm pretty sure it was just Levine. Oh, Karnasovas. I forgot his, I forgot his name. There you go. It was on the tip of my tongue. And, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much just remade this whole roster since he took over. And just hats off to him for just swinging for it and saying, hey, we're just going to swing for this. I had hesitations on their defense stuff. Caruso is such a huge part of that game. Caruso's a good player. I know, I mean – I feels like everybody knows that by now, but if you didn't think he was a good solid role player, then he's, yeah, he's not just player. a meme. Yeah. He's not just a meme. He's a good solid role player. And DeRozan's been having a good season. He didn't have the best of night tonight of <laughs> efficiency was, but what about that play he did on Porzingis and uh, maybe Dorian at the end of the first or second quarter? It was nasty, man. I, <laughs> it was fun. The yeah. spin move up and under one scoop hunt, you know, under KP. That was wild. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, team successful in free agency. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? There you go. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down more about the Mavs. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, where you can get everything you need for betting over the weekend from Lee Sterling and your boy Q. Go check it out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Oh.